everyone. You're listening to Heaving Bosoms, the podcast where two best friends recap romance novels, use high-tech sound effects, and crack each other up. First, let's shout out a special patron. Cora C., you were descended from Minerva, the Roman goddess of defensive warfare, justice, poetry, wisdom, weaving, trade, medicine, crafts, and more. But at this point, I'm too tired to soldier on. You come from a long lineage of multitaskers and jacks of all trade, but you also manage to master those you're most passionate about. Minerva had her trusty owl, which symbolized wisdom and knowledge, and through the generations, that has evolved into a keen awareness of your surroundings. Even though you can't turn your head 270 degrees, not many situations can catch you unawares. I want to say a huge thank you to each and every one of our Patreon supporters. You seriously keep the show going, so thank you. Okay, also, I am thrilled beyond words to tell you that we're within reach of our goal of a thousand ratings on Apple Podcasts. We would love to break a thousand reviews by the end of 2021. So if you have access and you haven't yet, please rate us. You don't even have to write anything. Of course, you can, and it makes my day, but ratings will super help. Do you have a friend with an iPhone? Go ahead and screw up their podcast algorithm by grabbing it and rating us from their phone. We're still doing the bribe, so rate us five stars and we'll add your rec to our long list of future episodes. And now we have our annual Veterans Day event. That's right. It's time for our action-packed elite military romance. So buckle in for Mission Her Protection by Anna Hackett. Hello. We're here. We're here. Oh, hey, Aaron. Hello. How are you? Were you ever a cheerleader? No. Oh, God, no. <laughs> well, it's just, you, you. it seems like instinctually that's how you start episodes sometimes. <laughs> like when we don't have any banter and we have nothing to talk about, it's like, oh, okay. How could you possibly You asked me. me. You asked me if I had any kind of banters. jazz hand situation. Oh, me? oh, I see. Yes, me? you. Yeah. I don't know. Um, Listen, I feel like she's telling tales on me out of school. I am. And it's that you default to cheerleading. <laughs> yee, yee, yee. <laughs> oh my gosh. Hello. Aaron, it's time. It's, it's our time. Veterans Day episode. One of my favorite days of the fucking year. Oh, it's our Veterans Day episode. We did it. We did it. It's here. I chose this book. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And I am obsessed with this book. It's nonstop. It doesn't <laughs> It doesn't stop. It's everything. <laughs> Do you have something to say about military romance? Oh, I realized something while reading this book. I think there are four kinds of military romances. Also, whilst choosing a book. Okay. Four kinds. And now, now what I'm going to do is remember the kinds. Enumerate them for us. As a scientist in 2022, I've categorized my hypothesis is there are four kinds of military romances. 
She's so sexy right now. I know. I'm doing pretty good. One of them mm-hmm. is like the small town, like Christian inspirational. The sergeant's yeah. secret baby. The kind I don't like. The major's new wife. You know, like, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah. There's I always do. like a baby on the cover and he's always like in uniform having a picnic. Which is like a strange phenomenon. Mm-hmm. Another one is when there's like a PTSD man who's oh, haunted yes. by the ghosts of his past. Yeah. And then he needs the love, the soft touch of a woman mm. to make him more happier again. Sometimes right. those two are the same ones, but also oh, sometimes yeah. not. Yeah. Okay. The third kind is a Navy SEAL yes. romance. Right. Period. Cut and Period. Dry. The yeah, end. That SEAL team. The end. <laughs> that's it and then the fourth type is a paranormal (laughs) and and the paranormal creature in question yeah is the like pseudo military man who like was military or is but is like military plus in some way oh like the one cole and i read flirting with super soldiers like a special team of yeah, something oh yeah. or, oh yeah. you know, and like in this one, there's like straight up magic, but there's like nothing <laughs> they can't do, you know? Oh, yeah. Oh, and yeah. I think sometimes the seal ones cross into that. Quite a bit. Yeah. Prince Joe. Prince Joe crossed a little bit with his tiny sleeves. <laughs> but yeah, I think that I'm starting to think that these like seal romances and these like paramilitary secret special ops romances are paranormals. They're paranormals. These guys are werves. Like, they run fast. They're impervious. They can have sex with you against a cave wall with two gunshot wounds in their torsos. In the the abdomen. They're not real life. You're right. And I mean, I would argue that the PTSD man who's soft and uh, hard and sullen and needs the touch of a soft woman is also not real life. None of these are real life. They're not. (laughs) None of them are real. But yeah, that's what I've decided. These are paranormals. Don't you think? I really like that, actually, because it helps explain so much. Everything. The whole thing. (laughs) These bitches are literally jumping off of buildings, (laughs) and they're fine. (laughs) They're fine. (laughs) They're fine. They're in a secret special team. I can't wait. I can't wait anymore. We have to talk about it, because I've been losing my mind. This book was everything I needed this week, and I don't super know why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just needed, like, an action-packed, oh, we're doing it. We're in it. We don't need explanations. This thing never stopped and never ended. It never stopped and never ended. It ended so many times, and it never stopped. Right. And I didn't want it to. I got to the actual (laughs) last page, and I was like, no! No! Okay, so we have got Rowan. Rowan is a scientist and she's in the Arctic. Yes. She's she's an Arctic scientist. Yeah. I can't really understand what is her deal cuz she does have PT- PhDs in biology, hydrology. She's a big science. Yeah, she's a full science. But her role in this archaeological ice mission is to is just like team leader. keep keep everybody safe, be the team leader, head administrator. Do but you she's have not enough socks. She's not archaeology. She's not no. ice mission. She's not security. Well, there are hydrologists there, right? Right. So, like, like it I just don't know didn't if she's seem like, to, like pinch hit or something. Like, she's I don't not super doing get it. like she's not doing science. No, she's making brownies 
and making sure like food gets there and everybody's warm. Right. You know? Yeah. Like she'll go out on the on the ice with them on the glacier. They're on a five thousand yeah. year old glacier. Everyone. Hey, <laughs> it's five thousand years old. Did you know how old? Five thousand. It's mentioned twenty five years. <laughs> But yeah, it just it. like how did you get job? What was resume? Like I don't right? keep everyone alive was her job description several times. My job is to keep everyone safe and alive, and it's like she what? did a really bad job. She failed <laughs> bad because you guys in like the first ten pages, everyone guys, dies except for listen, Rowan. Listen, okay, here's the thing, I you there are rules, okay? There are rules to nature. All right. And one of them is if you are on an archaeological dig, usually in the jungle or in the ice, mm -hmm. you find a weird doohickey. When the doohickey gets found, it. it, don't touch it. Everybody's going to die. It. Don't touch they that doohickey. You will awaken something that will murder everyone. Right. Yes. That's just the rules. Yes. Okay. And that's what they do. They're out on this thing and they're doing a, a hack and a ping ping into the ice, you know, and they're doing that. And then one of the guys is like, what in the world could this be? Ding! Yeah. Because it's like metal. Tank. <laughs> they're like, I didn't think that the pre-Dorsets or the Dorsets, which were the people that likely lived in that area at that time. Didn't look it up. Metals? Didn't want to. Neither did I, <laughs> because I trust these scientists, okay? That's what I you have trust, to do in the scientific community. <laughs> I trust this book to be accurate. Yeah, that's, psh, I don't know why anybody wouldn't. So they're like, there's a metal and it's a weird and it looks like there might be a writing on it or something. This is odd. What are we going to do with it? We should take it back to our very secure base, which is the only thing keeping us alive, this space. Yes. With the domes and the technologies and stuff. Yes. So they do take it back. They have like a lovely dinner together. Everybody's asking her you like, what chocolate thing that you, please tell me everything. They find this doohickey. Yeah. Lodged in a 5,000 year old glacier. 5,000 years, guys. It's 5,000 years old. 5,000 years ago, there wasn't metal or like they didn't use metal or they right. didn't have, listen, it's an impossible artifact right it's in there it shouldn't be there and they bring it back they just kind of leave it somewhere they throw it they throw it somewhere in the they thing throw it and in then, like a petri dish yeah. in a crate they, yeah. in the corner no big yeah mm -hmm. they do like take the, a few a few snaps of it yeah they put <laughs> some pictures. of that like that like dry mossy stuff you guys it's like what the ark Correct. of the covenant was in mossy Ooh. stuff they nail it shut okay Tell me no they guess. didn't do that because she they takes did. it out later but anyway if only so they like have dinner and start talking about like chocolate and then like yeah. the, they get like fucking obsessed with some plants that are growing in a petri dish it's like the paleobotanist is all like psyched about these plants that are growing and it's like i mean i guys, would be too sure but not yeah. not in the way that i fucking forget about the impossible artifact with writing yeah. on it that like the most they're talking about aliens and shit. Like Lars was like, maybe it's aliens. Maybe and then they go aliens. back and they're like, plants, am I right? Yeah. It just it was nuts to me. It was it was crazy. So Lars okay. is this adorable scientist who has a crush on Rowan. Rowan is a pale skin with an auburn red hair. Curvy butt. And curvy. She got a booty on her. Mm -hmm. And um she's the administrator of the land. So mm -hmm. 
he's like, hey, do you want to go check out that uh, really weird, cool artifact with me? Like, maybe it'll get us a little bit aroused. And she's <laughs> like, actually, I have so many paperworks. Mm, gotta go. Yep. So she's just, like, doing paperwork. She's eating her chocolate because this lady is me. Sorry. Loves, loves the chocolate. That's one of her loves primary it. character traits, I'm going to yeah, say. Also one of mine. Loves it's a chocolate. pillar of my personality. Sure. <laughs> is come with chocolate or don't come. So anyway, she is doing all that. And then suddenly there's a scream and a roar and a, and a crash and a bang and a sh- There's <laughs> Matlax in the camp. There's That's all Matlax I could think. in the camp. <laughs> Me too. That's all I could think. My note is, did Lars get turned into a a killer ice yeti by the artifact? Who knows? So she goes to, like, check things out because she's like, this sounds like somebody might be dying. And that is my only job right now. Right. Stop it. Stop it when there's people dying. Don't die. Don't. Don't do it. Mm -mm. Get your back. Stop. Stop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're trying. Stop dying. But unfortunately, <laughs> when she gets there, everyone Ooh. did already die. Big. Everyone's dead. They big, are all. Big dead die. Fra- flash frozen solid. Some of them are hanging. Some of them are like slumped. You guys, graphic descriptions of everyone. Yeah. <laughs> on oh, the yeah. Face, having done died. And there is, I forget his name, but there is a scientist who was like actively trying to put out a distressed call. When right. he died. He did get flash frozen. Yes. But he, maybe he got the call out. Who so. knows? Really so, is the question. So then, so then she yeah, yeah, yeah. sees the, does she see, sees the monster or does, she's, is it just like dark? She sees I don't like remember. a flash, but, like, yeah. a, like a swoosh. And, starts, and then she's like, like I gotta go hide. Hide. Yeah, she's but then ripped then some the, shelves off the wall and yeah, tries oh, to yeah. hit him with it. Yeah. The shelf. Yeah. Or maybe mm-hmm. she just rips it off and then gets behind there. Listen, I don't know. Maybe I don't remember. But then Emily comes out and she's like, Emily, 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 Emily. And Emily's like, turns around to see her. And then she's like, no. And then <laughs> she watches Emily get picked up and yeah. just like whooshed down the hallway, never to be seen again, yeah. except for her corpse. Yeah. So then Rowan's like, no. no. And she goes running Rowan. after Emily because she's probably the only one left to save, you know? Right. Yeah. And then she does find her hanging from some sort of trapeze. Yeah. Dead. There's uh, spider webs of ice yeah, sticking out of the ice. ceiling. Right. Yeah. It's a lot like oh. when, remember when there was men in black and then there was that guy stuck to the ceiling with like slime. I do remember that. It was yes. like that, but it was ice. But ice. Yeah. Frozen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then she sees like a, like a, a two legged Yeti ice man. Yeah. And she, and it's huge. It's giant. Yeah. It's a so she goes hide again. Yeah. It's a yes. melak. There's melaks in this but camp. Not as stinky. Not as stinky. Also, mm-hmm. doesn't use sign language. No. Metlac. Okay. Correct. I didn't know that was a trait of Metlax. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, we, we, can, we don't have the book. time. No, we don't have time. <laughs> Sorry. You're right. You're right. So, I'll tell you later. <laughs> now we're, we're, we've clipped to. Las Vegas. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's Vegas, baby. Yeah. Who lives in Las Vegas. He's just gotten home from a big mission. He did. Deadly mission. um, Used to do reconnaissance teams in the Marines. He's a very lethal man. He's so lethal that he stops a robbery in progress on like page three that we meet him. (laughs) And you know what? I appreciate romance giving a little bit of love to a non-seal special ops sort of person. I hear you. I anyway, hear you. 
so he like stops the robbery in like a real cool way like oh man super just like walks past the robbery and like gets some beers and like cracks one open and like drinks one and then like stops the robbery with like one hand and then is like what do i owe you for the beer and then like leaves like he's a lot okay (laughs) and then like there's like some sexy girls who are like we're going to the strip because we have a bachelorette party and then there he's like he looks in their eyes i don't want to go and they're like oh we're scared by your eyes because he has like yellow eyes i did not like this part of the book i did not like his tiger eyes (laughs) i didn't understand it i didn't like it i liked it it was hilarious to me did not (laughs) Especially since, like, half the time when the heroine is describing him, she's like, his eyes are fucking terrifying, okay? Mm -hmm. And, like, I think I might be the only person on the planet that isn't actively afraid of him. But, like, what do they look like? Like, try to imagine it in real life. Like, if you were a worm, I'd be like, whatever. But, like, real life... He looks like one of those panthers from True Blood. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. He's supposed to be a man. Just a man. Maybe maybe they're, like, yellow, but they, like, but they, like, mostly look like tiger's eye the stone, you know? Like, a little bit of an amber brown. I've just never seen this in nature. This does not exist. It does in here, okay? This is an alternate fucking universe of paranormal military... I know, I'm just saying. Yeah. So, okay. You're right. All right. Okay. So So then he gets a call and his best friend Blair is like, hey, we are going to the Arctic. New mission. New missions. Uh So they do. They go there and their job is to like get something and also like see what happened kind of. And so they get there. They see all the death. They're like, oh my god, that's a lot. So, like, some weird, you know. But also, like, here. not a lot to do. Bag them up, you right. know. Like, <laughs> bag them, right. tag them. Let's Guess. find whatever did this. <laughs> Somebody did say bag them and tag them. Yes. Let's find the artifact. <laughs> and then Lachlan's walking around, he and he hears something. like a like a. Oh, he just senses. He just. Oh, he just senses. Something sets his senses on edge, and he spins a little circle, and he's like, something's oh, weird and wrong. My sexy, true love uh, might senses. be near. And then uh, my faded mate might be yeah, around yeah, yeah, here yeah. somewhere. And yeah. then then he hears something. He tells everybody, go on. He's just going to, like, look a little more for the artifact. Because that's what's weird. They pull out all the dead people, and they're like, okay, let's hit the road and look for the artifact. And it's like, right? look for it! Yeah, you gotta, you gotta, like, scour the place. Yeah, Come like, on. look, there's drawers... Jesus look in Lord. drawers. <laughs> anyway, whatever. So he's like, I'm going to look for this artifact a little bit. And then he hears a scuttling, Who's a scurrying. And then he opens yeah. up a cabinet. And then and she's there and she's like, because ah! he's wearing his Arctic gear, his white cold weather gear. Yeah. So he might be a Yeti. Right. And he she might be comes a at him. Yeti. She does fall on top of him, question mark. Yeah. She falls on top of him. He yeah. gets her in he his likes lap. It. Yeah, he's yeah. into it. He's like, she's sturdy, I think he calls her at one point, or I solid. Think he puts her in like a headlock until she gets, she drops the gun. God, he, he like might. hurts her somehow it's until, hot. because he's like, he didn't want to hurt her, but he needed her to drop the gun. Listen, there are things that have to happen. It was you hot. Know? So, was hot. I would say that she's stressed out. <laughs> it's been a rough day. <laughs> it's been a rough day. That's, she's you know. had a tough couple of days at work. What? What is a lady to do? Everyone she does know is dead. From Monster. And she's been freezing in that fucking cabinet for like 16 hours. Yes, and it was job of hers to not make, have them be dead. Yeah, and like job of dreams, sort of. Yeah. 
Like, yes. it was the first time she, like, sort of struck out on her own because she's got these awful parents. Boy, does she have some awful parents. She does. Like, kind of, like, unbelievably awful parents. Totally. Totally. So they do a little schnurfle. They she do does a lot of tremble. She does a lot of, yeah. like, they're dead, oh my god. And he does a lot of, like, I have you. You're safe. Yeah, but, and the, but meanwhile, simultaneously, he's thinking, like, I am never good at a comfort there, I've yeah. never known how to do a comfort in my life. I don't, I don't understand know affection. I'm just doing it. I'm just doing it instinctually. In his this in one. his internal monologue in the first chapter, when he did see those sluts on the strip, <laughs> just walking around looking for dick, he yeah. had a thought of like the only the only girl he ever was tender toward was a red haired young lady in a treehouse. In a treehouse, she was ten. Back in the 13. day before his father killed himself. And in her first chapter, she was like, I, I got my love of chocolates from that boy next door who was yes. 13 when I was 10. And boy, we were the bestest of friendses. And you're not going to parents... fucking believe this. <laughs> Lachlan is that guy. And, and Rowan she is, is that, that girl, girl from that tree house what? growing up. No I fucking know. way. It's nuts. It's because what a what a coincidence. Yeah. Especially since they had just been on each other's minds, you know? Yes. Yeah. Like, weird <laughs> shit's happening in this universe. Nuts. Anyways. Yeah. Wow. So he takes her out to, like, see the team, and he's, like, doing a patch-up on her, or, like, maybe mm -hmm. he's putting a blanket on her. He's doing something. something like that. Yeah. And she's like, Lachlan? Lachlan? Lachlan, your last name? And he's uh -huh. like, how would you know what my last name is? It's me. Like, it's me. It's Rowan. Rowan. <laughs> this guy. Two thumbs. Rowan. This guy. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, oh, my gosh. Who would think that that scrawny little I redhead know, but would now turn you've into got such a, a busty, assy, Auburn, <laughs> Auburn red-haired lady? Yeah. <laughs> what? Boots. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. He's impressed. And she's also like, abs. Also, oh, yeah. she has a big competency boner oh, for huge. his whole deal because he's right. big, I think. It, you know, listen, he's big. He seems very uh, safe. Yes. Like, she's she's. it's been a little unstable in, in right. Rowan sure. land for a few hours. And he's just come in and been like, we're taking care of it. We're going to do this thing. So she does try to ask a few questions about, like, who they are and what the fuck they're doing there and how they knew. And how do you have pictures of the artifacts that we found already? I don't understand. But also Aaron wonders that a little <laughs> bit because it wasn't that 5,000-year-old ice so did they just think that it was it existed based on history? I was it painted noodle, on a cave wall, and then listen, yes, in my noodle town over here, I thought mayhaps that because she did email those pictures to her friend, the archaeologist, oh, anthropologist question mark. So I think that they've got they're doing a hack. All over the nation, okay. all over the okay. world. They know where all the digs are. Okay. And they're just hacking them, hacking them hard all the time. So then they saw this thing with weird writing on it. And they're like, mm -hmm. deploy the team. Get the fuck out of here. I should probably say now. Also, that distress call. If Sorry. I missed things in this <laughs> book, I'm not going to be surprised. 
Because <laughs> every time something happened, I was like, wait, where are they? What are they doing? Because it was so fast. It's it only a 200 so page book and so much shit happens. And so I would find myself kind of zoning out, not because the writing was bad or anything. No. I, I just kind of had a busy week and I would kind of find myself like straying from it. And then I'd be like, where? Wait, they're in Nevada again? Like, right. what's happening? <laughs> She's at a casino? What the? the mm-hmm. A glass ceiling? What's happening? Like a lot of that. Yeah. So I may have missed a couple details. Listen, it's fine. I listened to this thing twice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I needed it in my body and I put mm-hmm. it there. Okay. So mm-hmm. now. So then, so now they've got to go, but then there is an attack. Oh no. No, they go, yeah, they go out and find it. They yeah. they go trudging. They're yeah. like, we're going to trudge in the snow. And then there is that attack. There is an attack. So this guys- seven foot tall Fucking ice no, yeti. I know exactly how tall this boy is. Tell me everything. Because I thought this was fucking this is this is peak romance, friends. <laughs> this guy that comes at Lachlan yeah. is six and a half feet tall, the author says. My God, so tall. Okay. That's nothing what? Yeah. But I mean that's what the author says. Six and right. a half feet is the monster. And then it's like Lachlan, who is only six foot two. <laughs> It wasn't, you know, like, was outmatched. And I just, I just loved that was like, hero, very tall. Like, super monster. Taller, but don't think hero short. Like, monster tall, but hero not short, you know? (laughs) Well, and also, like, let's go back to your paranormal hypothesis. Right. The supernatural giant monster situation is, like, only a tiny bit stronger than the hero. Right. You know? Like, only a taxi bit bigger. (laughs) Right, right. Oh, I loved it. Oh, my God. Oh, oh, my God. Wait, I'm so sorry. We have to go back and just tell them what they do. Because he does tell them. <laughs> so, listen, they are called Team 52. And okay. they are basically the National Treasure Covert Ops Team. Right. Like, if National Treasure had a SEAL team. Or, like, if... What's that book with the... With the Da Vinci's? The Da Vinci Code. Da Vinci if Code. If they had... <laughs> A covert ops team. That's what these guys do. Well, so this author had a whole series about the treasure hunter team that they sometimes correspond with. And then Team 52 sometimes, like, I think overlapped a little bit, came in and did security. And then she spun off with Team 52, which Team 52, which Lachlan is on. He's the Marine. There's also a air schmerv and a CIA and a blurf blur and a... Yeah, all those. There's a, there's a, uh... A scientist and a blah, blah, blah. oh, we we forgot to mention that Lachlan has one arm. Um, oh my god, <laughs> he has a cyborg arm. When it like first, it's not a when prosthetic. When it was first mentioned, I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. It's our Veterans Day romance. We have a disabled veteran, right? <laughs> no <laughs> fucking idiot. Because this cyborg <laughs> arm is like so much better than a regular arm. It's like Way Archer better. shit. It's like connected to all his nerves, which is even funnier to me because he's in a paramilitary organization, right? Like, this is a separate organization, but it's still run by Department of Defense in some way, right? Well, sure. They report to one guy who reports directly to the president. And and this is is the other thing. thing. I said this in the Cole episode, but it's like, authors, listen up. Hey, authors, military romance, paranormal military romance, you don't want your team to report directly to the president no you want your team to be so secret the president can't know that's what you want 
if you, if the president knows you're not doing that cool of stuff okay <laughs> all right anyway so i was like ooh, a disabled veteran and then it was like magic science and the yeah. thing that's crazy is there's their organization is still a u.s government organization so he got mm-hmm. kicked out of the marines for blowing himself up with this grenade and i won't yeah. hear it any other way because that's no, exactly that's one. what fucking that's happened <laughs> he blew himself up with a grenade blew his own arm off and then yeah. the marines was like sorry you can't you be is, in the marines with one arm marine now <laughs> and then then the u.s government also said here's this cyborg arm being yeah. this better organization why can't why can't lachlan just stay marines why can't marines have cyborg arms i don't understand anyways wow i also want to say yes team 52 is so hot everyone in this book is so hot it's so fucking sexy and described to minute detail oh yeah i want to read i want to read about seth i want to did you did you get to the chapter with with seth and his book oh is that the one that's the spinoff chapter it has to be. Right? I didn't read it. I, I have didn't never... read it because I knew <gasps> what it dummy. was. I'm sorry. I am. No. I'm a big dummy. I knew no, it, was, I, listen, it was just setting up the next book. So I, didn't I read only it. say you dummy because I think you, Aaron, specifically would yes, fucking love it. I agree. I was reading it and I was like, mm, smart, sad, quiet boy with scars on his face. I like no. this. Yeah. And I have never, ever been so potently aroused by two oh, people who don't hate each other to, you don't we don't need to <laughs> okay, why do fine. you keep doing this uh, <laughs> i have never been so potently intrigued sure by okay two all right people who like based on their hate and their hate banter like the their interaction ends with her like stepping right up to his toes and like being an inch away from his face and I saying like that. you're an asshole okay and then he like right. gets Okay. a little bit closer yeah, to her and like he says this. you're a bitch okay yeah I, here, here's something melody i love I it hot. when they call him a bitch i, I love know. it it's my favorite thing I when saint vincent did it i love it <laughs> I, love I don't i don't know what broke inside of me i don't know it's why fine. it doesn't matter anyway let's read let's do it for patreon or something HBs, I have to scream for a minute about a wonderful company for all of your romance and BTS merch. I know a ton of you love both. It's called Literary Souvenirs. Prashita and Devisha are two sisters and fangirls who create beautiful designs for apparel, enamel pins, acrylic keychains, handmade resin bookmarks, coasters, jewelry, and so much more. Seriously, they do it all. They just released brand new designs for HB favorites like Neon Gods and The Love Hypothesis. Plus, they have a History Huh shirt from Red, White, and Royal Blue that I currently have in my cart and a stunning from Blood and Ash enamel pin. I'm going to link their Etsy and social media pages for individual orders, but I also need to rave about my experience with their custom design and bulk ordering. Jenny and I decided to have enamel pins made for the first 100 supporters of Bonkers Romance, and Prashida and Devisha went above and beyond. Not only did they do a beautiful custom design of our I Went Bonkers First pins, but working with them was a dream. They were so responsive and accommodating, and they did an amazing job keeping us updated during the production process. 
I cannot recommend them enough for any of your custom needs. And also, you can get any of the current merchandise in bulk. Just let them know what you want. So, go support this small, woman-owned family business by following Literary Souvenirs on social media and checking out the goods on Etsy. You won't regret it. Okay, so what's happening? So we got Big Monster Boy. Shit. And then they oh, yeah, fight. So, okay, so listen. Yeah, they fight. And then Callie, the medic, does shoot him with darts. And pew, pew, he pew. goes down. Oh, oh, and Rowan, who is there, huh, says, Lars! Because it right. is a Lars. That monster is Lars. And the device is on his chest. Yeah. Okay, it's like embedded in his chest. So he goes down. <laughs> He's sedated. Mm-hmm. Done. And yes. they're like, I wonder if I could just like, chirp, chirp, and like, take it out of him. And so they're like, great. And then he starts like shriveling back up into a nerdy man. What's up? Where were tranquilizer darts for rest of book? <laughs> they Seems like would have been there. handy. They were there the whole time. They just like never worked again, <laughs> which I found to be hilarious. Why, why did they work on Lars and not this other lady that becomes the monster? I think because he is a nerdy man and she is a soldier with a heart of gold. Probably. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Let's back it up. <laughs> Happy Veterans Day. She's an airman. Okay. Happy Back it up Heads, a little bit. Thank you. She's not right. a soldier. Okay. She's, all, she's an airman mm-hmm. and she's also teensy bit of a traitor, but we yes. haven't gotten there yet. And so, I would, I'd like to say hello to Susan, who's listening. Happy yep. Veterans Day. Hello, Susan. We love you. <laughs> Every time I make fun of the Air Force, I think of her on the show. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> anyway, she's an airman and a traitor. She's not a soldier. Okay. <laughs> you're right. You're right. right. Okay. So now. Not they... Susan. This lady on the thing. Correct. Susan is Susan would never be traitorous to anything. She is the most pure, wonderful, the best. And I right, fucking anyway, love her. Sorry, keep going. Man, okay. this episode's off the rails. It Let's kind of is, gotta and get I okay. love it. Lars fell down. Um, he yeah. Okay, up. so now, so meanwhile, okay, or I should say erstwhile, or I should say like right before this, he, Lars did do a scrape across Lachlan's chest. And so he's got uh, scrapes, okay, and bl- blood. <laughs> and he's like, ice is running through my veins or whatever, which right. I have a bone to pick about later, but ju- we'll get to that. Okay. So they go back to the um, Schmer and they're in the medic bay and Callie's like trying to patch. Oh, no, she's trying to patch him up. And she's like, I'm oh, going to yeah. give you some. This is this is a big I'm going to heal you scene, which is yeah. hilarious because the medic's like right there. She's right outside. Yeah. Like, right. I don't know. But, but Rowan's like, let me lick your wounds. Yeah. I need to help you. Almost literally. Mm-hmm. So she is doing a bandage on him and they sort of have like an like an interrupted romance moment because as she is like, tending um, his wounds, she starts staring into his tiger eyes and then he like puts her hair and he caresses her hair and then Callie comes in and she's like, how's the patient? And you're like, Callie, what a dick. And it's not the last time this is going to happen. So now they're in a jet copter. Hmm. Is that real? I don't cool. know cool, about cool. it. It's hey, fast, Airman, fast get at us. <laughs> yeah, um, I don't I don't know. Right. Um, I didn't feel like it was real, it. but it probably is. Let me and let me Google it up. 
And so they're in this jet copter and they're leaving and they have the artifact. They have Rowan, the sole survivor, and they do have all of those body bags. And they have Lars on a stretcher. Mm -hmm. His organs might be failing. We really don't know. So now she's been traumatized. Okay. And he can see that. And so he's like trying to talk her through it. Great. I know nothing about aircraft. Sorry. That's fine. It's real. It looks You can only be incredibly good at so many things, Aaron. Exactly four things. There it is. The jet captor. Okay. So, okay. His whole team is there also. Like, they do so many schnurfles in front of his entire team. Yes. Too. It's yes. so weird. There was one sex scene where I thought it was in front of all me of too. them. <laughs> he must have And then up. I had to, like, go back. Yeah, and, like, I realized that they had left. Was it the I one was where like, she was on top and she had her hands on his chest? Yes. Yes, me too. Yes. I thought they no. were all there. And the one with the wall. The wall one because oh, they, I knew they, they weren't had there just for that. gotten back. No, I that was one of the one. I was like, <laughs> I swear to Christ, they're like they're like on the comms outside. I don't know. Okay, anyway, so he can see she's being a big traumatized, and so he mm-hmm. pulls her into his lap. He's like, I don't know why I would ever do this. I'm not a comfort. Yes, but he I just feel like I members. need to do this unbuckle her seatbelt to do that right. and if, when you are in a jet copter you stay in your seat and in your seatbelt there's like helicopters a harness, i'm sure of it yes Hel- helicopters very dangerous please They're don't very do dangerous that. please don't They're please unstable. don't unbuckle people for a schnurfel wait until yeah. you land jesus you'd think he'd know that of all people bing boom bong bird click yeah Anyway, he does pull her into his lap and she like goes and then she just like snuggles right into his chest. And would you the rest believe that she's the perfect size to fit against him? Oh my God. Like, <laughs> it was so surprising to me. Yeah. Aaron. I was like, what? Finally, a book where she's the perfect size to fit right against him. <laughs> my God. I've been waiting for this my whole ah, romance reading career. Her head just goes right to his shoulder. Oh, finally. If only. <laughs> Hundreds of books, and finally we found one. (laughs) Anyway. So, so then she's like, what the F? What is that? Why are you here? What's going on? Tell me about National Treasures. And so he's like, (laughs) he's like. Well, because she thought that he was a military man. Yes. And now he, she's like, wait a minute. Right. Carry the one. I'm a biologist. I'm a science man. There is things. And then she's like, oh, you're not military. This is something different. And he's like, Mm -hmm. we're something different. I don't know why the government would have a secret special organization to protect the secrets of ancient artifacts like that just seems like something people should be able to know about. No, no, too dangerous. It's area 50, 52. Sure. Things. It's like Area yeah. 51, but right next door. I think maybe once we found out Artifact is maybe weapon, maybe. Yeah, maybe then hide it. But it also seemed like he was guarding the secrets that like various ancient civilizations existed at all. Yes. <laughs> and that doesn't seem like something that needs to be a secret from the yeah, public. Yeah, I was really con- Okay, I'm glad you were also confused about that because he's like, you know how... You learned history in all of your yeah history is wrong. Classes. The American government knows real history. (laughs) Okay, okay, and they're hiding it. I mean, they are hiding it. They're always hiding it. It's a different kind of history that they know and are hiding. (laughs) Yeah, they're talking about a different, even older kind of history that the American government knows and is hiding. He's like, yeah, we found digs that are 250,000 years old, maybe, mm-hmm. and also 12,000 years old and stuff. And she's like, what? Like, yeah. older than Sumer? 
no. Yeah. And um, he's like, yeah, nobody knows about it except like a select few scientists and then us. Why? We, us Why? machine gun wielding what, black ops What's peeps. the reason? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> and so he's he's like, this is going to be dangerous because you know who would love to get their hands on this? And she's like, mm -hmm. terrorists? <laughs> and he's like, yeah. yeah and also terrorists. Arms, I was like, I and warlords. <laughs> War <Yeah, he's> like <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. Why, though? Why would warlords <laughs> want to get their hands on the fact that well, Aaron, you have to wait. You have to wait for the villain speech at the end. Honestly, <laughs> but, but, but then shouldn't they have had to wait for the villain speech at the end? Like it just doesn't make sense. I don't know. Anyway, it's fine. It's fine. It's, it's fine. fine. It's fine. So they go to Area Fifty Two, which Two. is right next door to Area Fifty One, right but it's door. where the actual secrets are. Well, and so they're hiding in plain sight. This makes a lot of sense to me. It does. To Not me that as well. it's called Area 52. No. Because that's stupid. Silly. I mean, I maybe, <laughs> maybe colloquially, that yeah, would be a yeah, fun yeah. name. Yeah. But yeah, there's nothing at Area 51. No. All right. So now, when they get to that base, he offers her a, sh a hot shower, and she says, she's like, oh my god, I will bear your firstborn child if I can have a hot shower. And suddenly, he's he like, completely <laughs> erect. He's like, pregnancy? <laughs> that makes me yeah. horny. Yeah, he's like, wow, it's not only the idea of what makes a baby, but it's also like, well, getting her all filled up with my feral sperms. He's very excited about it. So anyway, she does shower is really the point mm -hmm, of that. Mm -hmm. And then she calls her mom and he overhears the conversation and he's like super mad about it because her mom doesn't care that she almost died and that everybody else died. All she cares about is that Rowan's like, quote unquote, failed mission will reflect badly on her mom's scientific academic career. How? Like in what? what way Bastia, what <laughs> yeah i mean yeah, i think it's just because her mom is just like a flaming narcissist yeah and so everything reflects back mm -hmm. on her you know what i mean sure okay so now she gets cleared to go home mm -hmm. and he's gonna go tell her that so she's sitting in the calf and he goes, he sits down right next to her. And then as they talk, he's like, I don't know what instinct is making me do this, but I lean a little bit closer and I do put my arm around her chair. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And then she leans into his chest and then she puts her hand under his shirt. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Is this a casual gesture that you've just, you know, done? Like I do it all the time. Men, coworkers, and friends. Yeah. And yeah. People at the grocery store. Yeah, all my male friends. You can you can ask them all. Uh, totally. I just slide a hand right up under. Right up but in there. The, the thing is, they're faded mates. And the thing is, they do also have a familiarity the childhood. from childhood. When, yeah. he, when he pulled her, when he unbuckled. <laughs> her seatbelt, yeah, jeopardizing her safety Correct. on a jet copter, which I just learned existed Is and sounds dangerous. Yeah, um, he was thinking about how she says, like, "Oh, I never fall apart. I never, um, I never cry. I never." Right. And he's like, "She used to cry all the time. You used to cry all the time when we were and kids." Like, and she's like, "Not you after left. you left." And he's like, "Oh, because she didn't have anyone to hold her. I couldn't be vulnerable in front of anyone." And then he like holds her and he's like, "Let it out." Let right. it out. Put it into my chest. Yeah. It's so, great. I mean, there was a certain amount of holding 
back in the day. Fair. Is all I'm saying. Fair. I just thought it was bold. It is. It was bold. I liked liked it. it. So then he says her name and she looks up with her big blue eyes and there's heat in them. I'm thinking because she has her hands right on his abs. Heat. (laughs) Aaron and I are making sexy faces at each other. Yeah, that's my sexy face. Yeah. Heat. And so he sees that heat in her eyes and then he leans down and he just plants one on her. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden he's like, I thought it would be sweet, but it just becomes like needy and hot. And then she gets up and just like straddles him on a chair in the middle of the cafeteria. People are around. Of a military base. (laughs) Yes. Okay. And she's like full on like grinding up on him. Mm -hmm. And he's got his hand like in her hair and on her waist and stuff and then somebody's like sorry here i am i'm brooks and i'm here to give you confidentiality agreements that you have to sign (laughs) speaking of confidentiality agreements tell me just real quick i know it's a romance novel howmevers he really tells her all about team 52 and where all the secrets are hidden so fucking fast immediately so fast Everybody, like, what else... do you do for work? And he's like, uh, there's no cover. Here's what we do for work. And it's like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. I don't know if it's because, you know, she's his friend, his treehouse friend. His faded mate. Well, but the other thing was, I feel like his colleagues did not have the correct reaction. All of them were like, Lachlan. Yeah. All of them were like, we haven't weirdo. seen you with a lady before. You sure Jeez. are softer than usual. <laughs> Like, you gotta ask me at least, like, three times for me to give up the secrets. She didn't even ask. No. She was like, what do you do for work? I mean, yeah. it was it was easy. It was. I'm just kidding. I don't give up the secrets. She never does. She won't even never do. me. It makes sense. So then they're talking to this dude, and he thinks to himself, oh my gosh, she's been through so much in the past couple of days. <gasps> I'm taking advantage of a woman. Oh, no. He's not wrong. Like, yes, he's it's wrong. a tra- it's clearly a trauma response that she's leapt upon him like a spider monkey and is just <laughs> grinding up against him in front of a cafeteria of strangers. Like that is not a normal it might reaction. Be a trauma response. Fine. Fine. I but- think it was good of him to think of the fact that she'd just been through this incredible ordeal. Totally. And maybe so- would later regret this. So he goes from literally, like, holding her down by her hips on Mm -hmm. his lap slash cock Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. he doesn't want her to get up, even in front of a colleague. Yes. To being like, whoa, I I need to take Mm -hmm. seven steps back. And then she's Mm -hmm. like, she turns around and he's like, well, gosh, I'm going to offer you a handshake. And it was really nice to see you again. (laughs) Like, don't let this slow you down. And I'm not going to pat your butt on the way out. And she's like, hi, were you here? Yeah. She says, were you here like two minutes ago? (laughs) It's funny. (laughs) Yeah. It's good stuff. And and he's like, yeah, I totally was. And she's like, okay, cool, because I want to kiss you again. And he's like, oh, she doesn't play any games. There's mm-hmm. no games with this one. And then he's like, I can't offer you anything. And she's like, I'm not asking for anything past the night, bro. And then she says, if you don't want me, just say so. I'm, I'm used, used to not, to being, not wanted. being wanted. <laughs> <laughs> so good. LOL. 
hottest redhead in history three phds okay like just because your parents are shitbags doesn't mean no one's ever wanted to make out with you right like poor lars you know blue balls right exactly yeah lars wanted you 15 minutes ago jesus christ (laughs) and so he's like yeah don't you dare think it's about what? And then he grabs her and he kisses her super hard. And then he it's a good brings one. her back. And he's like, it's, he's like, it's not about that. And then he says that he just doesn't have time for her. Does, and no, that's he has, when, he has missions. You know. No, but she hears, I don't have time for you. And she's immediately like, okay, great. Awesome. I know what that means. I'm going to fuck off and I'm never going to bother you again. And then as she's walking away, he's like, I did trigger a childhood trauma because her parents were always saying how much they didn't want her and how little time they had for her. And so he feels bad. And now we're in Vegas Mm -hmm. because it's time for her to sleep before going home. I thought this whole book that he lived in Vegas and right. commuted to Area 51, which would be fucking bonkers. Is that not how it's it like a hundred miles away? No, I know, but then what? Like, ha- I am still under that impression. But there was, there was at the end. They do it in his room at Area 52. Yeah, that he must stay at. So I don't think he commutes on a daily basis. I think he like stays there all you week. Think he and has then... like a pad yeah. that he can use for leave. But then, like, in between missions or whatever else. Yeah, I think that, yeah. I think, like, during the week, like, the work week, he stays on base. And then on the weekends, he goes to his apartment in Vegas. That makes sense. That's what I think. That would make sense. Because, like, this bothered me the whole book. I was like, is he commuting? All the, (laughs) like, that's nuts. eight of them commuting? Yeah. And on, like, dirt roads, too. Like, it's not like a highway goes, like, right right up to the gate. Like, that's nuts. Well, but they do have that jet copter. Oh, do you think he's right? Do you think he's flying the jet copter? Yeah. Do you think the the jet copter goes around and picks up everybody every day for work? Jet copter carpool. That would be super fun. (laughs) I would love it. it. That was how Prince Joe got to work that time. That's true. That jet copter came and he was on his his fishing boat. down. God, I love and Prince he Joe. Just cl- I love Prince Joe. What a wacky book. <laughs> what a book. <laughs> Anyways, this okay. is this year's Veterans Day military romance That's book. That's right. And it is equally wacky with better yes. sex. There you go. The sex was good. The, Let's get the there. The sex was hot. Let's get to it. Okay, so here's what, here's what, I'm going to try to speed through some okay. of these. Because I want to get on every detail. There's but, so much you know, action scenes. There's so many. So listen, she's in her room and she's like, I hate my life. Nobody wants me. I'm going to go home to my cold fish trout mom and like nobody. And so I'm going to fall asleep on my couch right after she thinks to herself, I'm going to make the most of my time in Vegas. She then just Mm -hmm. like crashes on her couch. Cool, man. So she wakes up to like a pew, pew, pew that happens in her bed. It Mm -hmm. goes in the the sheets and she's like, Mm -hmm. What's happening? And these men are in the dark and they're like, oh, she's not even here. Oh, no. What are we going to do? And she's like, oh, no, they're here for me. And so she like crawls to a balcony and it's dark and she unlocks it and stuff. And then they turn on all the lights and they're like, there she is. And so this bitch, this scientist, she suddenly becomes scales down the She like parkours her way down like a casino. 
into the next balcony mm-hmm. and then like keeps on going until she lands on a glass roof of the casino and then she just like yep. tries to like scramble away meanwhile the dudes are right behind her doing a parkour down the balconies mm-hmm. and also going down there if i'm ever in this situation if you're a paramilitary man that is going to rescue me yeah I need you to know that if the the boys came to my room to come find me and the option was jump balcony onto mm-hmm. casino roof, like, and later you're like, ooh, I wonder if she got away by jumping off balcony to <laughs> another balcony and then scaling down to the glass roof of the casino. No, I did go with those boys. Like, you don't have to waste time <laughs> looking like I did say, Aaron's hands are up. I'm going with you boys. I did. I'm not going to try. <laughs> that, I don't that, have the grip strength. That is far scarier than getting shot by those other guys, like (laughs) leaping from balcony to balcony to like glass roof and like sliding down the side. Terrifying. Oh, my God. So she's a fucking mountain goat. And then we cut to Joe and his comms guy is like, there's a disturbance at the Lachlan. Shmanishan, what I say? He said Joe. No. (laughs) What? Prince Joe on the mind. I always, every day, probably. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so Lachlan is like, oh, no, we got to get to that, whatever casino that was. And so then they get there in less than 30 seconds, I swear to fucking God, because <laughs> they're like still on the roof. I don't know what, you know what I mean? Yeah, the radio they get is like, hey, she's currently on the roof being chased by boys. And yeah. he's like at his house, right? He's at a, like a he's like an at an off strip bar with all the okay. boys. But so, but I mean, his yeah, and he lives close to there too. Like everything's real close, but still. But yeah. So anyway, he get he zooms in there. He does have a ninja. Mm-hmm. Did Aaron recognize this bike? The the oh the oh a ninja motorcycle. Yeah, is that yes, what that the, was? that is a that is a motorcycle. I, I didn't catch the brand. I was listening to it at this point. But mm. he did he did vroom up on a on a motorcycle. Yeah. Ninja is a type of motorcycle, yes. Thank you. So then he does somehow get up to the place where he can access the room. Rides that motorcycle right up the side of the uh, totally. wall Completely. of the thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That like sounds that great. Man did that one time. I saw that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And grappling and- hook. Lachlan took notes. Mm -hmm. So he and the guys are up there and he's like, get your hands off of that lady. She's the hottest lady in the whole wide world. She's the perfect size for me. (laughs) And (laughs) they're like, one of the bad guys is over there. And so long story short, Lachlan does grab that man with his cyborg arm and like (laughs) hold him up off way off the ground (laughs) and like do a throttle on him arm (laughs) with the cyborg arm yeah and then can i add that to kinks for 2022 cyborg arm cyborg arm yes yeah i gotta start writing these things down jesus so then she starts to do a topple off the roof okay and his first and only reaction is to crouch and then do a flying leap at her so that he can he can run into her midair and push her out far enough so that they both land in a pool instead of on the concrete right and this whole thing was magnificent and bonkers and just redonkulous 
So they come up sputtering and stuff. And then he's like, all right, I'm not taking any more chances. You're staying with me tonight. So Mm -hmm. she goes back to his place. Oh, oh. And well, we have to take a few moments for safety with Aaron because when they get. No, I had no issues with this scene. (laughs) (laughs) What? She is in shorty shorts Mm -hmm. and a t-shirt. Oh, the motorcycle ride back? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Sorry. I thought you meant the whole thing on the rooftop. And no, I was like, nope, fine. seemed, seemed that's sound to me. obviously legit. <laughs> but do not get on a motorcycle without the appropriate gear. She did wear a helmet. Great. But she was wearing shorts. And I can say, as a woman who learned her lesson the hard way, yeah. by being in a motorcycle accident wearing At a like skirt. like 10 miles per hour. It was. And it hurt real bad. <laughs> yeah. It was, we were going like 15, 10 miles an hour and boy, do I still feel how that ground felt. It was oh, rough. God. Don't I do it. I cannot imagine. Don't do it. No, well, she did. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so then he gets her back and he puts her in his shirt for bed and he is very into how she looks in Boys his giant Boys love shirt. when you wear just a shirt. Bill Compton loved it when Sookie wore just a Mickey Mouse shirt. And <laughs> Lachlan loves it when and Rowan that Tweety wears bird shirt. his t-shirt. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. it was a Tweety Bird shirt. It was one of those, too. <laughs> yeah. She, I got confused because in the book, she does wear both. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I know. Mm-hmm. So he wakes up in the morning, okay? Mm-hmm. And she's draped over him. And then he's like, yeah, it was weird, reader. I did start out of the bed. Mm-hmm. But then I came to check on her at one point, And she was having a nightmare. And then mm-hmm. she grabbed my wrist and she said, don't go. Don't go. And so, don't. And so he climbed into bed with her. And now she's like octopused onto him. And mm-hmm. it's great. And then she wakes up and she's like, whoa. Yeah. What are you doing here? And he's like, uh, you begged me to stay. He's like, it's my bed. And also, you invited me. Yeah. Hot. I mean, hot. So then she starts tracing her hands all over his body and doing an abs. And she's like, you must have 0% body fat. Trace, trace, trace. And she, mm-hmm. he's like, Sookie, don't. No. He's like, Rowan. <laughs> Rowan. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Rowan. Yeah. And then she just pounces yeah like just hops on to straddling him starts kissing him and they do this big make out it says he loses all of his not inhibitions the other ones not morals the things that are connected to both reservations those the ones yeah (laughs) he loses all his reservations Mm -hmm. thank you Aaron. (laughs) and they're about to do it because she doesn't have underwear on and then (laughs) cannot 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 I love the idea of like they're about to do it because she doesn't have any underwear on. I just say if they if she had been wearing underpants, this would have been right out. But because she's free balling it, we're gonna get right in there. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Sounds right. But then Canuck, Canuck, Canuck. And Blair is there with all her stuff. She, like, leaps off of him, and he's like, Rowan, and she's like, don't worry about it. It was the heat of the moment, and I, oh, you're too much of a risk for me anyway. And now they're back at uh, B-52s. So <clears throat> they go back to the base. <laughs> what now? B-52s is so funny. No, did I say B-52s? <laughs> it was funny. Oh, it no. was good. <laughs> I saw base. 
Uh-huh. And then I think it just happened. No, I love it. B-52s. <laughs> Back at the B-52s. So now they go through this theory about how the Dorset people started working with metals they found from a meteorite. Sure. And then within, you know, reasonable amount of time, they went from bow and arrow hunting to creating a whole device that can transform a man into a murder yeti mm -hmm. so that they could go hunt walruses. Right. Easier. Mm-hmm. That's the theory. And I, mm -hmm. frankly, I think it's sound. Without aliens. Because sometimes in this book, people are like, yes. aliens? aliens? And everybody's <laughs> like, no, no, not ancient aliens. They didn't Absolutely exist. Not. Don't. Don't even come at me with that, Stop you it. guys. The mm -hmm. Egyptians built those pyramids by their fucking selves, they say. Right. All right? Mm -hmm. Yes. So, now, all of a sudden... The artifact is stolen. It's gone. <gasps> alarm, alarm, gone. alert, alert. Oh, no. Wow, oh, no. wow. Yeah, there's three options. Turns out it's the airman with the sick kid and a lot of medical bills. Mm -hmm. You know, tracks. Her kid has hep C. <laughs> it's all. Wow. This whole backstory was <laughs> incredible. Because she, we needed, she was like we needed it for the end for Rowan to like decide that she loves herself. <laughs> I, it's true. No, but I'm just talking about like the actual story of the girl. She's like 17 years old mm -hmm. and she's somehow gone from like acting out to like hard intravenous drug user to liver failure within like two years. And that's like hard to do. I don't know. I don't My dad so. had liver cirrhosis and it took him a long time to get there. And then he got a shunt put in that was only supposed to last six months. It did last him over a decade, which was a fucking miracle. It had nothing to do with the shunt. Um, I'm just saying that like, I think it depends on the person. I think you can get there. I yeah, think fair. you can do it. If you try hard and believe in yourself. I, you know, it really seemed like she was tenacious. Mm -hmm. So now they have to go back to Vegas because they have to intercept that plane. Mm -hmm. Except when they intercept the plane, they, like, don't check around the back. No. <laughs> <laughs> just, just move past. Just move this past it. So just push past it. They were like, yeah, we got there. But then there was a back door in the plane that opened. <laughs> there was an emergency exit. She got away. Apparently the emergency exits are at the, the front, sides, and in the rear. <laughs> Oh, this killed me, Jen. It was so good. <laughs> it made me so happy. Okay. So now they go back to... And he's like, and now we gotta go find it still, but also, Rowan, I don't know why you're in Vegas. It seems like there's no reason for you to be no, back in Vegas should, right now, Rowan. just go home now. Sure, man. Anyway, so she goes to a different team member's uh, house and uh, it's in the MGM Grand, and she's supposed to be super safe there, except that a bunch of murder men do come in red balaclavas, mm -hmm. and they abduct her with ease. Oh, boy. It's July, folks. That means new Bonkers Book Club selections. And let me tell you, our cup runneth over. First, there's a historical smorgasbord. You get the entire box set of Nicola Davidson's Surrey SFS series. If you're not familiar, that stands for Sexual Freedom Society. This box set includes five ridiculously spicy historicals with a variety of gender pairings and trios and so much more that makes my heart sing. 
Then Jenny and Katie are offering up one of their all-time favorites, Brutal Prince by Sophie Lark. That's the mafia book where the heroine accidentally sets the hero's house on fire and then makes sure her mouth is full of strawberries because she knows he's extremely allergic. Best wedding kiss ever, right? And then we decided to do a little bonus. We wanted to see if audiobooks are something you'd like as part of book club. And Kay Lorraine and Meg Ann have a series called The Mate Games. You get to listen to book one, Obsession. It's a paranormal reverse harem that's done with duet narration. And the cast of narrators is insanely good. So, Joybringers have tons to look forward to. If you want to join, check out our website. The link is in the show notes. So... Now there's a car chase, everyone. Oh, God. There's, a there's so much of a car chase. Car chase. To the point that she's like, oh, my God, if they get me to the second location, I'm dead. And like, Rowan, you're right, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then she looks back and she sees two black SUVs and she's like, it could only be the B-52s. Mm-hmm. So they're like <laughs> zooming up. So then so they're like doing a pew pew and a, and a bang bang. And she decides that she's going to leap on the driver so that, that she can like make him do a swerve Mm -hmm. and they can know what car they're in or something Mm -hmm. listen this car chase goes on for a while and in the middle of it she's a smart cookie who puts on her seatbelt. so when they crash she's good she's fine Mm -hmm. the door gets wrenched open and all of a sudden lachlan's there and oh he's big mad he looks so scary mad Mm -hmm, because she did jump on that driver and it was unsafe yeah from his perspective sure and like get it I understand, but also she did a great job. Yeah, she did great. Yeah. So then they get back to the house and he's like fucking mad. And she wants to help because she's like, I have so many PhDs. I can help you find this murder Yeti. Mm -hmm. I know I can't. Or like the artifact at this point. Sorry, everyone. And he's like, absolutely not. No way. And then she's like, I need this. I need this to my core. And then as they're doing this this like super awkward, weird, like bear their souls to each other mm-hmm, type mm-hmm, of situation mm-hmm. in front of their whole team. Yep. Cause she's like, no one's ever cared about me before. And he's like, I care about you. And then she's like, Oh my gosh, it just feels so different now that somebody cares. Mm-hmm. And then everybody else is like, we have to fuck off immediately. I mm-hmm. have so many like clothes to wash and stuff. Mm-hmm. I just yeah, have to go. yeah, a lot of 1920s laundry to do. Oh, so many, so many laundries to do in the 1920s. <laughs> so much laundry. <laughs> <laughs> okay, <Sorry>. so <laughs> now she's gonna shower and he's gonna order takeout. But the most important thing is that when she gets out of that shower in his robe, he suddenly it comes over him that he could lo- he could have lost her. He could have lost no, I think so the many most important already. thing is that when he orders Chinese takeout, yeah. he does order it from a place where he's already done background checks oh. and vetted all of the drivers. <laughs> <laughs> I'm obsessed. 
there, there are certain things that I was like, you shouldn't order takeout because what if the person who comes to the thing is like, what if they're watching your place and they knock out that guy and then they're carrying the bag when they get to, and I'm like, mm-hmm. but vetting the drivers would not help in that help. situation. <laughs> and then also, you didn't even look at the back of the plane, bro. Like, why are you running background checks on right. Chinese takeout drivers? <laughs> If the takeout situation goes sideways, it's not going to be because a guy who is a bad guy got a legit job right. at the Chinese restaurant hoping that someday you'd <laughs> you call the number Chinese. and get Chinese food from them. It's going to be a guy that knocks that guy out on his way to your house. Yeah. Bro. It has to be. <laughs> but now she is naked in that robe. Okay? I'm just a lawyer, but, you know. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And so he's like, oh, I could have lost you. Oh, no. And so she's like, Lachlan, are you okay? And he starts stalking over to her like the tiger-eyed oh, This is so good. Is. This was... Is the dialogue so was fantastic, I thought. It was so good. Yeah. It was good. So she says, are you okay? And he says, no. Nope. And then he just like hits his knees in front <sighs> of her and starts skimming his hands up her legs. Mm-hmm. She's like, I'm naked. What are you doing? I'm naked under here. And he's like, I'm so yep. extra hard right now. Yeah, he's like, yeah, I know. Yeah, sort mm-hmm. of point, lady. Mm-hmm. So he's like, I need to see you. I need mm-hmm. to see you're okay. Mm-hmm. All right, Lachlan. Like, you didn't need to show me your work, man. You can just, <laughs> you can just, you don't need to make up a random ass excuse. <laughs> you need to show your work. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. So, so then she does hit that couch, you know, mm-hmm. and he's about to go to town on her, kind of like his mm-hmm. style. Mm-hmm. And then he does, you know. My note Wait, there is, was like some dialogue here that I super loved, and now I can't remember what it was. I, I don't remember it. It was so good, though. Oh, no, <sighs> hold on, I'll find it. I'll find it. Okay. I searched takeout, so it might... Ah, here we go. Lick. Okay, here we go. So, oh my god, it's so good. Man, the word lick is in this book, like, more than you would think. Yeah, no, don't choose lick, choose takeout. <laughs> so then, um, I'm naked under here. And then it's like his gaze met hers, and she stared at him straight, direct. And she says, this is probably a bad idea. And he says, I think it's an excellent idea. She says, you told me you didn't have time for this. That's it. For me. And he says, I lied. Mm-hmm. And then she says, you said you had nothing to offer. Changed my mind. What? Her voice rose. You can't just change your mind. And then he says, I can when I see you get kidnapped. When I see you dangling off a fucking building or diving on drivers of speeding vehicles. She licked her lips, her gaze warming. Lachlan. And that's I need to says. see you. I need to see you. I just you're love okay. it. She's like, but you said all these things. And he's like, because I was yeah. lying to you. Like, it right. was all lies. Was, God. <laughs> just, man, let me go down on you. Like, what's your deal? Right. Like, Loved I it. super want to make you come. Then he says things like, you're so beautiful. Good stuff. And it's great. So then she is just about, tastes so good, Rowan. I could stay here all night. Listen, it's good stuff. Mm-hmm. So he is just about to make her come like a freight train, all right? Mm-hmm. Except ding dong. Oh, the Chinese <laughs> the delivery Chinese man. Who has been vetted? 
<laughs> and background check background check okay and then, but she's like close and she like she makes she um uh wraps her no my light no she doesn't do that oh yeah, 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 yeah. Does. sorry it wraps her legs around i thought you were saying she was closing her robe i'm so sorry erin go no, on no she like everything. traps him she like traps yeah. his face on her vagine because this is now like the twice or third time that somebody has interrupted them at like the moment and so she goes, no, and like grabs him and like has him in a vice grip with her legs. And he's like, oh, don't worry about it. I'm going to take yeah, care of you. Yeah, and he's like, you. well, there, there's somebody at the door, though. So like, yeah, let's get this and orgasm going. I know. <laughs> so and good. she's like, oh, my God, they might hear me scream. And he's like, then let them so hear you scream. scream. He says, so, so scream then. Scream. Oh, so good. Oh, my God. And then she does. Uh-huh. And then he gets that food, ignores that food. How dare he? Picks her up. And you can't do food and sex at the same time. You're right. You're right. No, And it's better to do sex before food. Fuck first. Yes. He's hungrier for sex than he is yeah. for Chinese food. Yeah. He got a taste. Especially that. Chinese food. You don't want to eat that first. It's heavy. You don't know yeah. how it's going to sit. You know? It's heavy. Mm-hmm. Vegas Chinese takeout. That's us. Oh, God. You don't know. You yeah, don't know. Agreed. Agreed. Like he he did the background checks on the drivers, but he did not <laughs> check the Yelp reviews. You know. No, absolutely, and he certainly couldn't cross check it with her gastrointestinal system. You know, no, he hadn't mm-mm. had the opportunity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He would have if he could have, though. Right. But 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 the important but thing then is it's that he the picks sex. her up and he does throw her on that bed, and then he does a big naked, and she's like, "Oh my god, you know, you're so hot." And then he gets the condom, and then it starts missionary, and then after she comes like that, he pulls out, and Flips she's right like, over. "No, no, no!" And he's like, "Don't worry, I'm not done with you yet." Flips her onto her stomach, and then like jams back into her. <laughs> Wait, first he shoves a couple fingers up there first. Okay, all right, listen. No, no it's great. You're making it less sexy. Ever <laughs> shoves a couple. <laughs> fingers up there well <laughs> in my mind's eye it was better <laughs> all right you guys it's good it's, it's great it's good sex all right he what might happens roar. Next? i don't know i she definitely screams oh, loud God, she's such a screamer like girl after mm-hmm. her own heart so then she mm, sorry i have to get through all of my sex notes it's gonna take a minute <laughs> Okay, so the next morning, over coffee, she forces him to tell her about his traumas. Oh, yeah. He has a lot of traumas. He did did blow himself up with a grenade. (laughs) He did do that. Because he's bad at grenades. Right. Listen. It's what happened. It's what happened. You can't argue He's like, I I did the first grenade. That was a bad idea. And then I went ahead and did a second grenade. Second one. And then somebody tackled me. And then I didn't throw that grenade far enough. And then it did blow me up. Right. And I think his friend died in the process or something. It was a sad, you yeah, know. He and he blames himself. Blah 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 blah. He's got now, tattoos of their initials. Arm. Here's Cyborg what I want to know. Here's 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 something that's tell me important to me. Yeah, when he's playing her like a bagpipe, yeah, 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 finger yeah. banging style, yeah, is that yeah, yeah. the cyborg arm or is that the I'm real arm? Because I like the idea of a cyborg. <laughs> I don't hate it. It's all I'm saying. But why didn't they specify for me? I don't know. Because Maybe she, they were worried about turning people off with a cyborg hand. Which but is silly. That's crazy. You'll just find your right audience. You yes. Know? Mm-hmm. Who cares about the ones who never come Love back? Love a cyborg. Didn't know. Right. 
But now there's this disturbance at the Venetian, okay? Mm-hmm. It is a it is a murder yeti ice lady, and mm-hmm. she is making a, a ruckus over there. It is that airman who did steal that artifact. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Rowan somehow convinces him that she should go again, which yeah. I'm very confused about how this keeps happening. Well... I remember this one that she was like, I want to go. And he was like, no, that's crazy. And Blair's like, well, if we're all going to go, it's probably better that she be with us and not alone. Oh, yeah. And she does the emotional blackmail on him. Mm-hmm. She's like, I need to help for like all the people who died. And he's like, right. oh, no, I understand survivor's guilt. She just made me talk about it. Mm-hmm. So now the creature is Airman Kowalski. Mm-hmm. And then she does immediately. She gets tranked. Doesn't work. Somehow, Callie fucked up the dosage. Lars was apparently a soft boy, which is fine. Which is fine. Lars I is like a beautiful Lars. soft boy. Yeah. And then she makes a wall of ice. She gets real mad. She makes a whole wall of ice. She Elsa's. She does. She Elsa's them into a corner. Okay. Mm-hmm. And they can't get out. And so then she goes out the front door again. And Rowan's like, oh, no, I'm here with my very own SUV still. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go after her. So she starts driving after her. And... Then she gets kidnapped again. Not quite. No, oh. not yet. Okay. No. So. Oh, no, that's. Mm-hmm. that's yeah, yeah, I exactly, remember. exactly, exactly, mm-hmm. exactly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. So now she's on the phone with Lachlan and, and she's like, okay, I'm just, I'm doing this. Track me so that you can get here soon. And then uh, she does a big screech because mm-hmm. the creature is in front of her and has seen her and has like stopped. And so then here is my bone that I have to pick. All right. It says that as this murder yeti is staring her down in the face, it says ice ran through her veins. There mm. are at least two, I think three occasions in which a character is looking straight at this murder yeti mm-hmm. who can create ice and flash freezes people and mm-hmm. says ice ran through her veins. But it's just like an emotional ice. Mm-hmm. And I thought she was being flash frozen in that moment. Fair. It's very confusing. It's a bone. Yes. It's a big Fair. bone. I have it. I picked it. We can move on now. So, <laughs> so then a bunch of soldiers clad in uh, gray come and they're trying to get at this Yeti and they grab her out of the car. Oh, my God. This is when Lachlan shows up. OK. And one of the guys grabs on to Rowan and he like takes her behind a building. He does yeah. one of those, you know, mm-hmm. and Lachlan goes after her while everybody else is dealing with all the rest of the soldiers. And he, like, goes out to, you know, do a pew-pew and, and get the guy. And she decides to, like, try and, and like, kick him in the balls or headbutt mm-hmm. him. She tries to do a, a While sad, he's got a gun pointed at her a head. sick yeah. uh, solar plexus. Wait. Oh, it's a step. sing. Sing! Thank you. No, it's crying. <laughs> no, it's crying. Yeah. So <laughs> she tries to do a sing on him. And at that moment, Lachlan is also shooting the man. Mm-hmm. But the, the man gets a shot off at her head. Mm-hmm. Lachlan thinks that she is like down for the count, been shot in the head through the mm-hmm. brain. Mm-hmm. But it was just a graze. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. And it bleeds a lot. Boy, does it bleed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So then when he gets home, what can he do other than get her bandaged up and then fuck her against a wall? You yeah. know, mm-hmm. what is a man to do except right. for that? Well, Don't she worry. was in danger again. He gets very horny when she's in danger. God. Yeah, he doesn't want to lose any time when she's in danger. Oh, my God. I forgot about this. Uh, 
two lines that just kind of killed me to death. One of them was, she's like, what are you doing? And he's like, I'm going to make love to you and make us both feel better. And I was like, mm, I hate it. And then Mel um, hates it when people make love. I do. I hate it. I really don't like it. And then he's talking about like whether or not they should have a condom. And like they do the whole, here was when I was tested and mm -hmm. I haven't been anyone since. Burp, 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 burp. But then when he like does the double check, which I appreciate on principle, he says, are you sure you're okay with this? And she's like, what? Ungloved. And he's like, me? <laughs> Ungloved? I hate it. <laughs> Boy, I yeah. hate it. <laughs> I, didn't I like I it. I was like, I, I, I was like be folding like, clothes or something. No, no. <laughs> right? And I was like, ungloved. <laughs> write down that's a hard limit for me. Somebody Here's saying thing. me ungloved, write it down. I don't mind when romance characters make the decision to like not have a condom if if they talk about it first. You no, know, I'm good I think that. that's fine. I'm great with that. Mm -hmm. That was the best part. It was the me ungloved question mark. <laughs> me. That was really the issue. Unloved. Oh, I hate it. Oh, my God. Okay. All right. Afterwards, they talk more about her parents and how they never gave a fuck. And he mm -hmm. says he starts doing like a kiss up on her, like, mm -hmm. you know, chest or something. And she's like, what are you doing? And he's like, I'm going to worship every part of you, Rowan. I'm going to kiss and caress every inch of you until you understand how amazing you are. <laughs> I mean, don't okay. hate it. I, don't, I, right. I like a man with a plan, you know? Mm -hmm. <laughs> so now she realizes that all of these sightings and attacks and ruckuses have all been around water or ice. Mm -hmm. Weird. So she's like, let's go to the next ice fixture in Vegas. Mm -hmm. It's the skating rink, obvi. So they go and they're like, merp, merp, no monster, except now monster. Hello, monster. <laughs> <laughs> so that's literally what happens. I know it was just funny. So then he's like, Rowan, stay here, don't move. Right? You're gonna listen to everything I say, he said earlier. You can come, but you have to listen to everything I say. She does a big nod, like Aaron's doing right now. Aaron's doing a great impression of Rowan. And he's like, stay here. And then he goes off to like find the murder yeti. And then flashbang, look over his shoulder, and Rowan's on the middle of the fucking ice facing down the yeti okay and he's like god bless america what's happening right now no i read a goodreads review that was like i didn't like this book because i didn't like lachlan because he was so bossy and so mean to her all the time and i was like what? but she was a big dummy dumb she's a time. huge dumbhead yeah she shouldn't have nodded she should have been yeah. like mm, i'm not gonna listen to you no anyway so she's facing down the yeti we need to we need to pick it up Okay, there's a copter <laughs> that comes, yes. and Yeti gets spooked, picks up Rowan, tries to fuck off. Mm -hmm. So then he does run after that Yeti, and she, listen, things happen, there's another soldier, there's a bang and a swoosh. There's, like, and French then, boys, then there's, like, there's hillbilly so boys. French the French boys keep being, like, merde! Yeah, oh, merde! <laughs> merde, fuck! Merde! <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Anyway... She and Airman Kowalski, the creature, do go toppling off another building. And so he's like, and he starts like running down the stairs, which I found very funny. I don't know why. I was just mm -hmm. like, oh, mm -hmm. no, she went plummeting to her doom. And you're just like, I have to go in a corkscrew fashion all the way down the stairs. I didn't even think about it, but it is funny. <laughs> okay. 
So it's all right, though, because Airman Kowalski, like, did a bear hug on her mm-hmm. and saved her. It's fine. Mm-hmm. And so then they're on the ground and she's like, help me, like, through mm-hmm. her fangs and stuff. And she's like, help you? Huh? Airman Kowalski? And she's like, Amy. <laughs> she's like, your name is Amy? Oh, man. Spelled like my sister, by the way. Mm. There's not the accent, but uh, it's still spelled the same way. Anyway, so... Then a bunch, speaking of accents, a bunch of French bros <laughs> pull up. <laughs> Wait, your sister has like a weird French accent on her name? No, she just has like a, so it's A-I-M-E-E and there's like an accent aigu over the first E. So it's technically a May, I guess. Oh, what's That's her middle she, name? Sheridan. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, speaking of axles, sure. Like I said before, merd, fuck, merd, <laughs> fuck. Constantly, does it's France so not have funny. a word for fuck? I don't know. I loved it. <laughs> so he's like, he's like, oh, 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 bad move, chickadee, <laughs> at her. He doesn't say. That. <laughs> he does not. No, say he says chickadee. Does melody say it? All right. Yes. I'm so sorry. They get Airman Kowalski into a truck and they drive her away. And at some point, Rowan gets a gun and she starts like shooting at a van, you know? Yes. So it's serious business. Now they have to go after that thing and they go to a warehouse that they find. And he's like, stay here. And she's like, no problem. Love it. Can't wait. Big thumbs up over here. <laughs> Big nod. Will do. And then she see they're all doing a fight with all the soldiers and she starts racing over to airman kowalski because she sees one of the french bros poking at her with a knife and so she's like not Fuck. my not my metlack you don't treat my metlack like that so she runs over there and then listen i don't know a ton about hand-to-hand combat i know a teensy bit about guns but i do know that if you have a handgun you do not stick it directly on the back of a person's head because they will just turn around and grab it from you they're just gonna reach for it you dick nose (laughs) anyway that he doesn't do that but he does turn around with a knife Mm -hmm. and then she shoots him in the thigh which is don't bring a knife to a gunfight but also don't shoot people in the thigh go ahead and aim for center mass yeah (laughs) You got to try to inflict some actual damage because otherwise they're going to do exactly what he did and get up and Mm. attack you again, you ding dong. Anyway, so he does do that attack on her and that makes Airman Kowalski, the loyal Metlack, really fucking pissed. And so she finally breaks her chains and she picks up Rowan and she fucks off so hard. (laughs) She's just taking her package. Again, there's so many (laughs) endings. I know. It's so good. Is this the so last anyway, one, though? It is. Almost. Sort okay. of. So Lachlan's like, Wah, where's my bitch? Mm-hmm. I put her right there. And she, <laughs> she's dematerialized again. God damn uh-huh. it. And they're like, I think that Yeti's going to the hospital because that's where her daughter is. And so then they go to that hospital. So now we're there with Rowan and she's cold because this Yeti situation, I didn't describe it very well. It is like a suit of armor with ice and like talons. You know, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. so it's all icy. It's not, it's mm-hmm. not furry at all. Anyway, yetis can be whatever I want them to be, though, listener, and you can fuck off. Mm-hmm. So then the gray boys get there. Merd! Fuck! <laughs> and then they start getting her. But then 
the B-52s get there. And Lachlan's love like shack, running down na, the... Na, na, love shack, I'm gonna love shack you. I'm gonna love shack. So he... Then bullets are whizzing at him and he ducks into a, a door. But then... Out of the fucking ceiling. The rest of the B-52s come in there. And it literally says, kick, period. Mm -hmm. Jab, period. Cross. Punch. Period. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's so good. Mm -hmm. Anyway, they do win that fight, okay? And Erwin Kowalski's in a net because Mm -hmm. the the bad boys put her in there, maybe? Mm -hmm. So then they're like, relax, relax. Ooh, Dr. Mrs. Kowalski. I've got an idea. Tranquilizer gun. More darts this time. No, she is going to meditate through this labor. You know, that's her plan. Our Rowan, she's like, Erwin Kowalski, you love me. Do relax enough and we're going to rip this out of your chest. And so they do and she does. And then she's like, I love my daughter. I would do anything for her. And but that's I'm... when but Rowan. When, but, but she meatloafs it hard, Erin. She says, I but would not do that. anything for my daughter, but I will not, you know, I had second thoughts about betraying my country because she didn't actually <laughs> hand over the device. Which, hot. hot. I mean, hot. Yeah. Yeah. Then Rowan is like, wait a minute. Oh, oh my God. Parents are supposed to love their children. What? No matter what they do. Even oh if God. they screw up. And even my if- parents have never loved me. And that's not my fault. That's my That's parents' their fault. fault. And I'm great. I'm they should amazing. love me because I'm amazing. And Lachlan's like, yes, they should love you because you're amazing. And she's like, I am amazing. Yeah. And then Look at they, this epiphany. And then they have, like, sex. And I thought no, it was in front of no. everyone. Oh, and, then, okay. and then he says, hey, hold this uh, ancient artifact device that could turn you into a Yeti and all of these bad guys are after. Can you just hold it mm-hmm. for a sec and, like, sit over here? I'm okay. going to go do fucking nothing. Sure, with sure. The oh, and then she disappears with the art because she gets kidnapped again. <laughs> no, we have to. We can't. We can't. The only thing I want to say, I want to say one okay. thing. There's a fight, okay? And at the end of the fight, he's got, like, a, a scalpel in his neck. She does profess her love to him because she thinks he's dying. They do a big kiss. He invites her to, like, live in vegas and be his like be his forever Mm -hmm. and there's an old lady in that room who's just been watching all of this happen (laughs) and so and they're about to hobble out and the old lady goes sir young man and he's like yes what can i do for you and she's like your your girl is amazing and she's been through a lot so what i want you to do for me the old lady is to kiss the hell out of her once again and do not put your shirt back on for me, <laughs> for the me, old lady. So I can watch. <laughs> it's so yep. good. It's pretty good. And then she moves there and she gets a job as a, a schmackademic and she starts studying all the things she wants she to. She wants to be and- an archaeologist now, which is fucking nuts because archaeology doesn't matter because the government has secrets about what archaeology really is. Why right? are you getting a PhD in that, ma'am? Don't. The, uh, everything they're teaching they're you They're teaching false. you lies. That was the point of the book. The whole book, the whole point of the book, like you, you can find out how to use a shovel in other ways, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, uh, well, and we have that really hot chapter that makes me want to read Seth's book. And Mm -hmm. then listen, it's hot and it's over and they're together forever. And she moves in with him and they do sex in the base of the B-52s. They love shacket right up. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now we're done. So Aaron, what's your lady love? Remember last week when I didn't have a lady love for yeah. the X hacks? Totally. It was that this season of what we do in the shadows is the best season of that show or mini shows. It's so good. Every single episode I've been like, this is the best episode 
of the show. I can't believe oh that gosh. it's so good. And then it got so it got really good, like the second to last episode. And then it like the last episode was good. Everything was good. It was so good wow. all the way through. And my and this is a show you've raved about every single season. Yes. And my personal like fanfic of Nandor and Guillermo, I feel like it's the heat is picking up between them. I feel like the sexual tension is picking up between them. It That's may just exciting. be me. Doesn't matter. But I can feel it. That's your truth. Especially in the finale, like the last three episodes. I can really feel it between them. I think it may happen. Whoa. Anyway, watch it. Exciting. Mm-hmm. Mine is external keyboards and external mouses and ergonomic cushions. Because I I only have a laptop, and so I was like hunched over like the Christmas crone, except not hot and with with like not as great eyebrows and everything mm-hmm. hurt. And so now I can like I can like comfortably type and like look straight ahead and sit up straight. <laughs> I and... just got the reference to the Christmas crone. <laughs> it was delayed, but I just got when you said eyebrows, I was like, "What? Oh, what? yeah, really? she did have fantastic eyebrows." I'm sorry, my dog. We're recording this on Halloween night, and my dogs just noticed, and so it's never going to stop. <laughs> yeah, totally. Anyway, and I got some pads for my forearms and my wrists and stuff. Ooh, it's nice over here. Treat your body right. With some, <laughs> with some accoutrement yeah. for your office. That's mine. All right. You can find us on all the places. We're on Instagram at Heaving Bosoms. Twitter is at Heaving underscore Bosoms. We're on Facebook. We've got a group. It's the Geriatric Friendship Cult. We have this kick-ass website that will give you, like, all of that and way more. That's HeavingBosoms.com. That's where you can also link to the Patreon, which is really great, in my humble opinion. You get a lot more Aaron and Melody, which is super fun. And, and the videos um, and the videos and the videos, which the video of this one be particularly good because I did a lot of stuff. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Aaron was doing some physical comedy over there and it was nice. And then also listen to Bonkers Romance, my new podcast over there at another place on your feed. Yeah. OK, that's all. So keep being a badass and... Love yourself as much as you love us, ungloved. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> All right, bye. Bye. Hey, you. Yes, listener, you. Are you loving the show? If so, please leave a rating and review in your podcast app. The 90 seconds you take to say something nice not only helps new people find the show, but it makes me super smile over at HBHQ. Also, I've had a few people ask, and the answer is yes. We are still doing the five-star bribe. If you leave us a review with five stars... 
then we'll do whatever book you want. We're real, real deep into the list, though, so it might be a while. Ah, Lilas! Okay, back to the show. <laughs> 